The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Hello, a very good morning. It is Thursday, the 13th of July, and you're watching Breakfast with me, David Bull, here on Talk TV. Coming up, the presenter at the centre of the ongoing BBC scandal has been named as Hugh Edwards. His wife revealed her husband is suffering from serious mental health issues and has been hospitalised. Meanwhile, junior doctors are set to strike from 7 o'clock this morning in the longest walkout of its kind in the history of the NHS. They are demanding a 35% pay increase. And Defence Secretary Ben Wallace has snapped at the Ukrainian leader, saying the UK is not an Amazon delivery service for weapons. And it would be wise to see gratitude. The time is 6.34 and this is Talk Breakfast. Well, a very good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company this morning. Obviously, the BBC crisis continues. This is day seven. What we do know now, of course, the BBC has now named, or indeed the the wife of the presenter in question has now named the presenter as being Hugh Edwards. Uh, There is a lot to talk about this morning in terms of the story, the way it's developed, the allegations, and the way the sun is is still sticking to its story. Of course, many things that we can talk about, and I'm delighted to say, Joining me this morning is Alan Tolhurst, Chief Reporter at Politics Home. Good morning. Morning, David. This is a complicated story. There are people involved in it. And uh, Hugh Edwards has now been named. I mean, I think it's, it is it is a complex case on a number of levels. I mean, last night, what was extraordinary about all of this is that, obviously, first of all, he was named. Then uh, this statement from his wife came out just 12 minutes after the Metropolitan Police announced there was no information at all or indication that a criminal offence yep. had been committed. And I thought it was somewhat chaotic, actually. I happened to be watching the BBC Six O'Clock News and then Sophie Rayworth said he had resigned. Yeah. Then there was a retraction saying, no, he hadn't resigned. Yeah. Um, and also then Sophie Rayworth went on to say at the beginning of that bulletin that Edwards faced fresh allegations about his behaviour towards colleagues. What are your thoughts this morning? Yeah, well, like you said, there's a lot of, lot of questions still need to be answered. And, and certainly about the BBC, the way they've handled this investigation right from the off. And obviously that's now the Sun's main point about their about their story is that essentially this is about the way the BBC responded to the initial allegations as we know the the family of this the young person involved made the initial allegations of inappropriate behavior or or this uh, taking place back in May indeed and the suggestion is obviously we heard from BBC Director General Tim Davey that in response to that um, there was an email and a phone call was made to try and contact that person they weren't able to they weren't able to verify those claims and essentially nothing then happened and that's what prompted the family members to get back in touch and I think the BBC has questions not just to answer about the way that it handled those initial talks but also the way that it's handled the last few days the fact this person wasn't suspended until Sunday all this information was swirling around and it was all essentially it was a story about someone 
who a very high profile person who works for them and they were not able to do the running they were sort of responsive and reactive to further things that were happening indeed i think it's really important to to reiterate what you just said the family tried to engage obviously mm-hmm. and they were pretty much ignored as you said one email one phone call but also it it sort of speaks to a pattern of behavior the sort of open secret we've been hearing within the organization also it's very important to note that the son never said there was actually criminal behavior and I think that's important to note but but in terms of the investigation within the BBC I mean it was clearly woefully lacking well the fact that as as Hugh Edwards' wife suggests, that he wasn't made aware of the allegations until last week. You know, if you wanted to try and clear something up, I know it's difficult that I'm sure lots of spurious complaints are made at a big organisation, lots of high-profile people, but the fact was that he wasn't made aware of it. People higher up were not made aware of it. And, you know, there's lots of... I love the BBC, but there's lots of silos within the BBC, and it appears sometimes that those, those silos create big issues and big problems for them, and I think... Uh, you know, hopefully if there is some good to come out of this, it is that the BBC improves the way that it deals with these sorts of situations and the way that it responds to it in the future. Well, as I was saying, I think it's also important that people can speak freely, actually, and and sort of saying to other people within the organisation, look, has this affected you? Not necessarily this incident, but generally. And I think that's really important, actually, Mm. uh, to shine a light on on any behaviour in any organisation, actually. We'll talk far more about this uh, throughout the programme, as you would expect. Let's also talk about junior Doctor Stride, something yes. obviously I know a great deal about. Yeah. Uh, junior Doctors are beginning this longest walkout today, uh, the longest walkout ever. It starts today. They want 35% pay increase and they are really not budging at all on no. this. And I don't know how you view this, but certainly the medical community and many of my friends are incredibly torn on on this strike action because it, the reason you go into medicine is to make people better. Mm. And, and that's the core essence of being a doctor. And so what I don't really get, and I still don't understand, I know we need more doctors, I agree we need to pay them more, but I do not understand how increasing pay makes patients safer. And I don't know how this is going to play with the public when you've got all of these operations, 700,000 operations and, and appointments cancelled yeah. and a waiting list of £7.4 million. And then you've also got the providers saying this is destroying the fabric of the NHS. Yeah, it's very difficult, isn't it? I think the, the unions, not just the BMA, but other health unions that have been involved in strike action have, have been quick to say this is not just about pay. It's about paying conditions. And anyone who's worked, been in hospitals recently know that the conditions are very difficult. And I would there. agree with that. And I think the pay thing, it's not necessarily about rewarding doctors are doing it it's about retention as we know there's a huge retention issue in in the nhs that it's not you know you can train all the doctors you like but if 50 percent of them are leaving every year to go and work abroad or leaving the profession then you're wasting all that money so essentially indeed by increasing the pay and helping the conditions you are helping to keep those people around see i think we're training the wrong people to be doctors but right, that's okay. a slightly different beef but you're right so we need to pay them more we need better conditions even when i did it the conditions were appalling right. and that was a long time ago yeah and it was sort of a badge of honour, wasn't it? You were a junior doctor that you worked 20 hours a day and you slept on the floor and then... Yeah, I did. Stuff and, and I mean, I think I did 100 hours a week. I mean, it was absolutely right. ridiculous. Exactly. And too on call. Exactly. And I think that's the problem is that... that you know, people aren't willing to take that anymore, and it's not. And, and there is, and, and the, for long, for too long, the kind of the way that the, the sort of crunching at the edges of this of the, of, to the funding for for doctors has led to this kind of situation. I think the the big issue for the government, really, essentially now, is that, you know, the big one of Bishop's five pledges is to cut the NHS backlog, mm. and the fact is that every time there is strike action, that backlog 
gets longer rather than coming down and the government is going to have to decide at some point which of those two things it wants to achieve does it want to uh you know achieve a, a cut to funding or or not fund the nhs the way that it's the doctors suggest or to bring down the backlog because it looks as though it's not going to be able to do both I know. It's a very tricky question to solve, and that's what I'm asking you this morning. So obviously, as we've heard, Junior Doctors staging the longest walkout of its kind in the history of the NHS. As I said, they're demanding 35% pay increase. And the question I have for you this morning is, do you think those pay demands are reasonable, given inflation is at 8.7%? And do you think the action they're taking is appropriate? As I said, the medical community very, very split on this. Your thoughts. Tell us your thoughts this morning. 0344 499 1000. Text the word TALK and your message to 8722 and tweet us at TV. Tons more to come. We'll go through this morning morning's front pages after this break. This is Talk TV. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. 